Hello, and welcome back to Cancel Culture Karaoke. I'm Ryan Kavanaugh, bringing you more new music on Friday. Hope you guys are doing well. Labor Day weekend, the summer is officially over. So I promised everybody an improvised set last week, and sadly that's not going to happen because it takes a lot of work, and I need one more weekend to squeak out a few more things before I can do that next week, but I'm super excited. It's shaping up really nicely. I just don't want to put out anything that's half-assed uh that would be disappointing for me and for anyone listening so next week will be an improvised live set i'm really really excited about it it's really cool i hope (laughs) i really like it i hope you guys do um this week i realized that i was sitting on one more small body of work from a long time ago 2016 it was a funny time in my life i was pretty sad I was going through a lot of shifts and changes with relationships and living situations and new businesses and yada, yada, yada. And so, yes, I was flown to Columbia to perform at a diesel fashion show. And Columbia, again, we won't talk about them. We've talked about them enough. Needless to say, I was flown down by a collaborative effort between the guys from Medi and promoters there and promoters in Bogota and stayed in Bogota for a week during this event. It was like a fashion week in Bogota, and I wrote all of the songs that are in this with the exception of... No, I wrote all of them. There's one from the from the Beirut set that's actually in this, so I lied about that. I didn't write all those songs in Beirut. One of them was actually written in Bogota. But all of these songs were written in a hotel room in Bogota, recorded there, and then performed at the fashion show. What I didn't realize and was sort of what I wanted to make the theme of this podcast was risk. At the time, I was pretty jaded by dance music and I didn't like playing at a tempo that ranged only in between 10 and 20 BPM one way or the other. And I'd also been doing a lot of festival gigs over that summer or the previous summer. I can't quite remember. And I noticed that there was a dramatic difference between what you could do on a festival stage versus what you can do in a nightclub, i.e. playing a ukulele and singing, which I did or without any accompaniment Um, or just Larger dynamic shifts, uh, live music audiences are a little more open-minded to changes and dynamic shifts and pauses between songs. There's no pauses in this one, but there's definitely some tempo shifts. The whole theme is sad because that's just what I was going through at the time. And so I thought, oh, it's going to be an open-minded going to be an open-minded fashion crowd being from new york i'm used to those super open-minded fashion crowds but it ended up being an after party so it wasn't as appropriate as i had expected um i've done stuff for fashion events in new york in the past and my nearly 20 years being there there's lots of fashion and lots of money and playing music for them I sort of expected to be background noise and instead I was in a nightclub and and it was it was good it was fine it, it was a massive risk going down there without having anything prepared knowing that I would write something it was my first attempt at that and really inspired me to keep doing that and then turn that into what will be presented next week which will be entirely improvised music it, it's it's a weird thing in the time in the 10 years or so plus that I was in the DJ world the dance music world um, I think that I got really tired of going into a club and it was the same tempo and the same sort of drum patterns and the same, from a theoretical standpoint or a musician standpoint, it's why I fell in love with the music to begin with when I was in high school, because it was a far cry from jazz. It was different than practicing scales and 
chord inversions and harmony and all that stuff. It was just rudimentary tribal stuff, which I appreciate, but it also started to weigh on me a lot, especially in my own music. And I found myself outside of the club world, really writing stuff just on guitar with voice or on piano or, or just writing slower instrumental tracks. And I don't want to call it broken beat because I hate that there's that much terminology and categorizing, labeling, genrefying of dance music. It feels like there's more genres in dance music than there is in any other form of music. I think that that's really just kind of an excuse to state claim on doing something original. I don't want to sound like a hater here, which I probably do. There's there's not 17 different kinds of disco or 45 different kinds of house. Genres are a bit like, they're a bit like assholes. Everybody's got one, right? Anyway, this, yeah, this was a bit of a risk. I knew that going in. I don't know that the response was that amazing. It was a fashion crowd. They were pretty fleeting and they weren't really paying a whole lot of attention. But I did perform this at my studio a couple of days later that we had, or the studio that I was at at the time that had just opened. And I suppose it was a little more well-received there. It was all my friends and people that I knew, so they knew that I was going to write some sad bastard music for everybody to cry to at a celebration. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I guess at the time, this is 2016, it's four years ago now, I, I don't know, I never wanted to put this out because I guess it never felt totally finished or once I had sort of completed and played it a couple of times, I just let go of it. I like a lot of the sounds in there. At the time, I was really obsessed with morphing vocals and just messing with either granular synthesis or spectral synthesis and, and using alchemy and logic, which was relatively new at the time. I think they bought that from Camel Fat. It's a really great plugin. I don't know if Camel Fat still exists, but logic alone is worth $199 just for that plugin, as well as a million other things. But it allows you to do all those things. So there's a lot of that in this. There's a lot of vinyl crackle, which I was obsessed with. There's a lot of 808 sub bass which was and still is very popular i was enamored with all those things so they're all included but mostly it's folk songs that i wrote sitting around my recently finished studio in vermont during that winter sketches lyrical ideas melodic ideas and then i just sort of took that and reproduced the music underneath it and tried to make a lot of dynamics shifts and surprises and it's a lot of risk in a in a dance setting clubs generally show up the people in clubs generally show up to dance and slow dancing isn't all that popular for 19 and 20 year olds i guess not as fun as it is when you're 13 or 12 so yeah there's some slow songs on this there's some kind of traditional Songs, not traditional, but songs are a little more in the style of what I guess the Slow Hands moniker, moniker became known for. And certainly the the sounds and the, the sonics of this certainly inspired what I've been doing over the last few years in my own production for other people or in hip-hop or in pop music. I really like dirty things. I really like synths that sound like vocals. Not on, on like a Diplo Skrillex level, though I do I do enjoy that specifically on say a Justin Bieber album. Yes, I love Justin Bieber. I'm a believer. Yeah, the, I just like different things that sound fake but organic. 
organic synthesis, I guess you could say. I like morphing morphing audio to sound like something that it's not. And that was or sound like something that it is, but just in a different way. So yeah, this is that. Sorry, I'm super tired. I've been staying up many, many, many nights getting these uh, this improv set together or the future improv sets together and getting ready for that, which I'm super excited to perform next week. I'm kind of a bit brain dead right now. So I hope you like this. It's nothing on here has been released. Some of them are, I think, are actually going to come out in different forms in the future. Other people have used the vocals and worked on them and we've redone them. So yeah, I think some of these will see the light of day at some point, but not like this. So these are all exclusive to the Cancel Culture Karaoke Podcast. I don't know what I'm going to theme this podcast. Risk? Fashion? Columbia Part 17? Sad? Ryan music? (laughs) Um, Either way, I hope you like it. Uh, Definitely a a hard-on-my-sleeve set. A lot of stuff that came straight from the gut in the moment. It ca- it definitely captures a period of my life through sonics and and lyric like lyrically. So yeah, I hope you guys like it. Thanks for listening to Cancel Culture Karaoke. I promise to get more sleep from here on out before I do podcasts, and from here on out, it will be weekly new music that was made on the fly that week. So I'm excited to get that out. Hope you guys have a good Labor Day weekend. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy.
Sorry.